You know, at each podcast, bro, and today's on special one, we always start with gratitude, okay, Hawaiians? And I tell you guys why, okay? Now, I know, I know, you know, you guys in different countries, and you're going, how come you keep saying Hawaiians? Because if you're listening to this, you're an honorary Hawaiian. I don't care if you're from Japan, Korea, okay, Germany, Austria. Bro, we get people from all over the world listening to this podcast, and you are honorary Hawaiians. We are deputizing you. As Hawaiians for this show, because that's where we're coming from. We're coming from Hawaii. So, uh, honorary Hawaiians. So, we, we get, but besides the United States, okay, we, uh, most of our listeners actually are in the United Upper 48 states, okay, not Hawaii. Hawaii, we have a small percentage, and that percentage is growing slowly. But um, you guys got to know that everything takes time in Hawaii. Bro. Hawaii is behind on everything. Okay, and if you try to do business in Hawaii, you're going to really experience that. Oh, man. There's two things Hawaii is with business. Okay, the first thing is behind. The second thing is crooked. Okay, there's so many of these guys are crooked, I tell you. Um, because there's a small, you, you talk about the cabal, in, you know, like, everybody's talking about cabal, right? Jeffrey Epstein, all that, you know, the Clintons, all that. Bro, there's a cabal in town, right? <laughs> but but the, the good part is that we get relatives that belong to the cabal, so it, it's okay. And you know what? Get plenty of people get relatives that belong to the cabal over here, bro. Because this guy, it's an island, okay? So-and-so marry, so-and-so pretty soon. And, you know, and sometimes they divorce them, and, you know, but they're still in the, in the loop, right? They're still in a circle. They're just not married anymore. I mean, you know, bro, this place is rampant. You talk about it. Talk about on rat's nest, bro. If the feds ever came down and investigated the legislature over here, bro, I tell you, the whole cabal would be in prison. All right, so let's. <laughs> I know, I know, right? It's like, oh, bro, you're just gonna bring the show down. Okay, no, no, this gets better, all right? <laughs> this gets better. So we like to say hi to the United uh, 48 states up there. And then uh, all you Hawaii listeners, mahalo, thank you very much. Also to Ireland, the Netherlands, United Kingdom, Ghana, Canada, Peru, uh, Australia, down under, right? Right now is their, is their winter. They, they're, they're doing winter right now down under. Poland and Russia. So we like to say, how's it? Russia's been with us for a little while. But Russia is, uh, actually, we're picking up numbers in Russia. And this morning, we had 3,000 listens this morning. So we like to thank you guys and, and tell you guys mahalo. Uh, welcome to the podcast. And so today, you know, we, we talk about the law of attraction on this show. And and I, I use it, you know, to tell the stories of my life because 
I mean, you know, I cannot talk about stories about other people's lives because I'm not them. I, I didn't experience it. But I can tell you guys, okay, because what I do is life coaching, right? People come to me and they go, oh, bro, can you teach me the secret? I, I need to know how to do this, how to do that. What's the secret to that? And, you know, a lot of people think it's just hard work. And it goes deeper than that. I mean, you know, if because, okay, so I see these guys, right? And they go, oh, bro, you got to work hard. And I'm like, really? They go, oh, yeah, bro, you got to work hard. You got to, you know. And then they go to church on Sunday, right? And they believe in God. So I'm telling them, well, okay, you, you believe in God, but yet you doubting God because you're working so hard that that you're neglecting your family. You you know, you're out there building, you're doing this, this, that, you, you know. And, and, and you, you just, I mean, you know. And then on Sunday, you believe God and you believe in God. You go to church, you pray to God and everything. So how come you're not letting God work? You see what I'm saying? And so a lot of people don't let God work in their lives. That's what I'm saying. This is not a church broadcast, bro. This is about the law of attraction. Now, the law of attraction works whether you think so or not, right? And and today I give a story about the law of attraction and how it worked in my life and how it's all started with gratitude. And that's why we start every show with gratitude, right? Because I know these guys, they, they you know, they tell him, oh, wow, you got to work hard. And, you know, and all. well, what about the faith in God? What about the, because God is inside. God is in here, in you. God is not out there. God is not up there. You see, there's so many things about our society, right? They make us think the opposite or they make us think something else. Okay, so you got a lot of you got a lot of division, you got a lot of diversion, you got a lot of deception, right? You got all these D words in play. Okay. And and these guys, bro, they do that. Okay, and I'm talking about religions do that, right? Because you know the, the thing is that there's business tied to this thing. So you guys gotta understand, you know, if it's tied to money, okay, you gotta follow the money, and then you gotta think in money terms, you gotta think in business terms, Hawaiians. Okay, so like, okay, so if this is a money thing, right? Now, would the church be cool with explaining to you guys that you guys never need the church? No, of course not, right? They want you, oh no, you gotta come church, you gotta, you know, donate, and, and well, we're gonna dance hula, we're gonna sing, we're gonna do all this stuff in the name of the Lord. No, not exactly. You're not, you're kind of doing them in the name of the Lord, but you're doing them in the name of commerce. Can I get an amen? Right? Hey, amen. Okay, I heard the amen. Uh, so, so, and a lot of people are finding this out, especially the young kids. Okay, the young ones. I'm not talking about the ones in high school right now, but they, they're, they're looking right through religion. They see right through it. They, they see through this stuff, okay? But a lot of young kids also, right, are aware of spirituality. They, you know, so spirituality is like God is in you. This is it. You know, the living, that's what they call it, the living God, right? And so the living devil is in you too. <laughs> I mean, you know, and we call those things freedom of choice. I mean, because you can, bro, you can be good. You can be evil. but you can be anything you like, okay? And so, so, you know, when my friends talk to me about God or they talk to me about, I always, I always, you know, school them on the law of attraction and I go, well, it's when you become aware. See, this only happened 12 years ago for me. So, so my uncle was trying to teach me this stuff when I was 13, you know, and that was, that was my uncle that was in the syndicate, right? And he, when I was 13 and, and he was showing me all this stuff, right? He was teaching me all this. He went to the seminars. He did all kinds of stuff. And never really click until 12 years ago 
and I broke up with my last chick. And she gave me this DVD, The Secret, right? So they, they branded it. They put a brand on it. They called it The Secret. You know, it's been around. This thing's been around for centuries, right? But only the, the upper echelon guys, you know, used to practice this stuff. And, and keep, they all kept the knowledge at the top level. Why? Because they needed worker bees, right? They never liked queens, right? You can look on Instagram now. You find all the queens, right? They're all queens. Okay, that's exactly what these guys didn't want, right? For centuries, okay? They wanted worker bees. Never, if you if you thought you was the queen, they, they would get you out, okay? So, but now, you know, now it doesn't matter. But now they, 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 they're just playing everybody, every, you know. So the, the thing is to focus on you. Focus on your life. You know, there's so many people, right? They, they, they look at my stuff and they go, Oh, bro, you know what, what you're doing, bro? This is, this is like, uh, you know, where, where's, where's your office with, with 13, 14 people inside? Where, where's all this? You got all this money coming in. Well, where's your people? Where's your stuff? And I go, bro, it's all in line. It's called subcontractors. I don't need paid insurance. I don't need paid ease. I don't, I don't need paid benefits. I don't need, and these guys, these guys are really, you know, stuck in the world that is presented to them, that, that is shown to them. Okay. This is how you do business right here. So you go to college, a Masonic college, right? Which would teach you the way that they teach you. And they teach you how to think. They teach you what to do. Oh, this is how you should be if you're professional. Oh, this is how you market. Bro, I get so many guys tell me, oh, bro, we can market. We can do this. We can do that. So I give them a shot. I'm like, okay, go ahead. Right? And, and they go about it and nothing. Absolutely no results, right? So I hired, hired several people like that before. And I had to just, I had to cut them off. I, I just had to cut, had this girl. She came, she wanted to, she wanted to do the, she wanted to do the shows for us, right? And um, and I, I think she meant well. I don't know, you know. And and she came from the other side of the island and and stuff. And and you know, so so it was a long drive to my office. And so I told her, you know, we could just work everything virtual. And I showed her how to do stuff. Like, okay, we're gonna do them this way. We, you know, this this that that. Go meet with so and so, right? And she tried for a little while, and then boom, everything fell flat. Okay, because you see, there's a way to do stuff, right? And a lot of people think they know how to do marketing. A lot of people think they know how to do this kind of... But but what they don't realize is the world has changed, Hawaiians. Okay? The world is constantly changing. Technology is pushing that world down the street faster and faster and faster, right? So, so the stuff that these guys learned in college 20 years ago or 10 years ago is already obsolete. It's a, you know, there's some core principles that apply, but bruh, that a lot of this stuff is different, right? So they look at me and they go, bruh, how, how do you, how do you manage to turn over this kind of stuff? And I'm like, well, cause, you know, people been working at home for years now, right? And only now during the quarantine, you go, oh, bruh, everybody gotta learn how to work from home. Bro, we've been doing this for 12 years or 10, 10, 11 years already, we've been doing this, right? So, so anyway, so, so, by the time this this DVD, The Secret, came out, and you know, uh, there was a big bunch of hype on it. Oprah, you know, put it out. Everything, everybody started going, "Whoa, yeah, I, I recognize that this is true, and this is what goes on." But how do I get a handle on it? Okay, because life responds to you, 
Okay, you don't. You're not the victim of life. You know, life doesn't just, you know, uh, throw you stuff. I mean, random kind of stuff. No, you create the circumstances that happen. You make the choices. Then you create more circumstances. I mean, you see. So, so anyway, the the story we gotta tell you today is, is a true story, and it started with gratitude. But this is before I learned all this law of attraction stuff, right? And and I always I always point to this with my life coaching students because it's important to start everything with gratitude. And that's why we start the show with gratitude. We start everything. I start my day with gratitude. I get up, I say thank you. You know, I, I, and I say thank you. For, I write down a line for the water in the shower, for the hot water, for the shower itself, you know, for, for the... For the house itself, for my office, for the for the car, for that, you know, I just run down the list. But for my clothes, you know how many people on the planet no more clothes, Hawaiians? Have you any idea? Have you any have you any idea how many people on this planet do not have a shower? Do you, have you ever thought about? I don't think I don't think you think about it when you're in the shower. You see what I'm saying? So 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 you need to think about these things, right? Don't take it for granted because life can change in a heartbeat. So I seen these guys, bro, my, my friends, you know, that own these huge companies, right? Their company's way bigger than mine, you know, and, and I'm happy with where I'm at. I mean, you know, we had our successes and then cancer came along. My business partner died. I mean, all kinds of stuff, right? And, and we was on a, we was on that negative road for a little while. And then, but my friends, right? When, when this hit, when the virus came out, right? And my friends had, you know, the big company. I was looking at my friends, you know, and man, one of my friends was showing me his laptop. He goes, "Well, you see, this is our daily amount." And I'm like, "Wow, this guy was making like three hundred thousand dollars a day, right?" And and like, I'm, you know, he's the big dog in in that scenario. I'm just sitting there, you know, I'm I'm like, "Wow, congratulations, bro! This is this is this is amazing, right?" And and um and me and him, we get along because we think the same way, right? And these are the kind of guys you need to get close to always. If you surround yourself with, with, you know, with people that know what they're doing, with people that do, you know, big things, you can do big things, right? You know, that's why they say, right? You show me the five people closest to you and I'll tell you who you are, right? Okay, so so these guys, you know, they and, and they're, bruh, these guys are the smart guys. I, I'm stupid compared to these guys. I just sit in the room and I listen. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I talk stuff. I ask questions. You know, I learn from these guys, right? And so, but, but these guys, when the virus hit, boom, their business just, just fell to the floor. So the, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, right? And, and so through all of this, right? People ask me, when they ask me about the law of attraction, before I get to the story, I got to tell you guys this. Before they ask me about the law of attraction, right? They, they, they always they talk to me about God, this, God, that. Bro, the law of attraction is all God. Because God is in here. God is in you, right? So every God is in every living thing. I'm talking about trees. I'm talking about grass. I'm talking about everything. But God is in everything, okay? We live in an intelligent universe, now, if you think the trees are stupid, okay, then you haven't really listened to the trees. You haven't really listened to the trees. And if the trees are giving off oxygen that you're breathing, you are one with the tree. Okay, I know, I know, and, and I, I know you, you go, Junior, what kind, what kind of coffee are you drinking this morning, boo? You know, I know, you, I know you guys thinking that, but you guys got to think at a different level. 
Okay, and when you start thinking at a different level, you start operating at a different level. Gratitude is like, oh yeah, gratitude is like the, the least minimal thing you can do. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So the least you can do is be grateful for, for like everything. I mean, just opening your eyes in the morning, just just being able to see stuff. You see what I'm saying? So, and 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 you're a human being. You're not the tree right now, okay? You could come back as the tree you could come back as a, you know, maybe you come back as a dog or a horse. Hopefully, if you come back as a dog, right, or a horse, there's somebody going to take care of you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's right. Bro, I had my horse for 11 years. I took good care of that horse. I mean, that horse was so spoiled. She had everything, right? Because because my my whole thing about, you know, uh, having my horse was like, I got to be good to I'm taking care of one of God's creatures, Right. And it could be me the next time around, right? And if I was on horse, I would want, you know, good food, nice place to stay. I mean, you know, good training, like all that stuff, right? But anyway, so so now I got to tell you guys a story because it started with gratitude. So this is a story about how I met my one of my heroes in life, Jose Feliciano, right? Now, this guy, for you guys that don't know, Google his name. Jose Feliciano. The the old school guys, they know who this guy is, okay? Now, you younger guys, you guys in your 30s, you might have to Google his name. Jose Feliciano is blind. And uh, he's one of the greatest guitar players in the world, okay? In his prime, in his prime, he, he was, oh, bro, I tell you, uh, there, there wasn't very many people like him. And, and that's the reason why he made the national spotlight. See, now, like, you, you go on YouTube and you see guys and they, they're, they're awesome, right? And some of these guys are plumbers and electricians, right? They're better than the professionals, right? And this is the way it is, right? But see, back in the day, we didn't have YouTube. So back in the day, right, you had to go through the gatekeepers, you know, in the record companies, whatever, and they would shine the spotlight on you and sign the contract with you and get you out there, get you working. And, and that's how it, that's how basically it went. So it was more controlled. Now you get independence, right? So you get guys on YouTube and they get, they get, you know, 1.2 million viewers and, and they keep feeding their viewers and that's how they make money and they make a living like that. Okay, but back in the old days, bro, you had to play the game. You had to go, you know, do all that. So, so back in, you know, when I was when I was a young kid, I used to listen to his recordings, and then I used to mimic his recordings, right? So I used to listen because back in the day we couldn't see. I couldn't see him play. There was no no such thing as videos, you know. So I had to listen, and and so you know I went over this you know these songs and whatever pretty soon i started developing a style that that you could tell that i was mimicking him kind of thing right and um so i used to play his songs in high school everybody used to request you know now oh, you can play the kind you know i'm like yeah 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 and so so this kind of went on and on now in the 90s we get the fast forward and we fast forward to 19 uh, uh 1990 i think it was 98 99 something like that uh right, right around 1999 the internet was on now and you know websites was up right so and i had one small little you know macintosh i was just getting started right macintosh kind of you know and we had aol right <laughs> you've got mail right so yeah we, 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 we heard that but we was like oh bro this is this is this is the kind this is outer space kind technology this is nasa right i mean you know it was like that and so so it was like okay let's check this out so it's going online and i was you know uh, I took a course. I was, I was actually in the computer lab 
at uh, HCC in it, and I was taking courses, and we were learning how to develop DVDs. We were learning about the layers that, that you got to go through and, you know, all this stuff. And then uh, I was offered this position, right, that, that actually uh, a production director for three radio stations uh, all at the same time. And I was I was offered the job, and I took the job, and I dropped out of college, right? And I'm like, yeah, because it, it was okay. College was all right, but wasn't what you know. It it didn't really flip the switch for me. So I wanted to do I wanted to do radio, and and eventually get to my music. So I left school anyway. But but so I started searching on the web, right? And I go, okay, one day I go I go search out Jose Feliciano. So I search him out. Sure enough, he had on the website. So I went on the website, right? And the first thing that I was motivated to do, and this just came, this this was just me, right? I, I never know nothing about the law of attraction and expressing gratitude, right? nothing like that. So I went on and I wrote a thank you letter, right? Because he had inspired me throughout my childhood, right? Uh, since I started playing guitar, I think I was like 14 when I started, right? And then my best friend, uh, my best friend was blind. And and I met him in church in uh, oh we had, long time ago, <laughs> long time before that. And I had met him in church. It was playing music already. We was we was doing stuff already. And we had already built a recording studio in my house in Kali Valley. And and we I mean you know we, we were just jamming. We was just doing all kind of stuff. Uh, jobs was just coming. We was doing you know I was doing voiceovers. We were doing music. We was doing soundtracks. We were doing all kind of crazy kind of stuff. And so I went on and I, and I said, uh, you know, thank you. And I thanked him for, for his inspiration. And uh, it was, you know, it wasn't like a long letter, but it was, you know, a couple paragraphs. And I mentioned that, you know, my friend was blind and uh, it would be kind of cool, you know, for him to play uh, with Jose, right? I said, well, it'd be kind of cool for you two guys to hook up and play a couple songs together and stuff like that, right? And cause, the, cause my friend was like genius caliber. Jose was genius caliber. And you know, when you, when you that, uh, you know, when you blind and you know, like my friend was piano and Jose was guitar, right? So when you blind like that and the guitar is your world, right? Or the piano is your world. And that's the thing that you, you know, you focus on cause that's what you can do. Then you, you pour everything into it, right? And so a lot of these people that you see that are successful, Right, they they're successful because they take their energy and their focus and they apply it to something and boom, it goes right. And then you get people you know who are more like me who like to enjoy different stuff, and so they they put energy into different things and boom, they go. You, you see. So anyway, I said I said Mahalo and everything. So pretty soon, right? I think it was about four or five days later, maybe a, about a maybe a week later, I get a phone call. And the phone call is from this lady, right? And and I get out, uh, and this lady was in Hawaii Kai. And I was like, oh, okay, so you know, talk star. And so she goes, I'm calling you on behalf of Jose Feliciano's road manager. And I'm like, oh, really? So so we start talking story. Now, I don't like mentioning names or anything, but, um, you know, we, we've become uh, lifelong friends from that time. And she was checking me out to make sure I was okay. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I don't know. They they check you out, right? <laughs> so they check you out, and and so she was checking me out, and I guess I passed the test or whatever. You know, I was a real person, right? So um, so she gave me his number, and then I called him, and then okay, so that led to a 
friendship. So that led to Jose Feliciano calling me one year and we, we played him on the radio. He called me and he wished me Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and everything. And we still got the recording. Uh, we still, you know, I think we put him up on YouTube or something. But but we had the recording. It was super cool. But my hero called me, right, for Christmas. And then when, when he left the message on my machine, I actually heard the, the thing go off. And I heard him talking. And I couldn't get to the phone in time, right? But then I called him right back. And then we talked story for like half an hour. I mean, it was so cool, but I never forget this. This is un unreal. So now this, but this was, you know, so this was along the way. So first, you know, talk story. Then years went by. When I was doing my Waikiki show, his road manager happened to be in town. He came to town. So we took him to lunch, everything. Me and my manager took him to lunch and everything. And, you know, we had this nice lunch. And, and then he went back to the mainland and, you know. So the thing was, wow, you know, I hope I meet Jose, you know, one day and, you know, what? then pretty soon, and this was, this was like into the 2000s, right? And so the years keep going by, pretty soon Jose does a concert in Maui. And I'm like, wow, he's doing a concert in Maui. So, so this guy, right, his road manager uh, emails me and says, hey, if you can make it to Maui and, you know, Jose is going to do this thing, but it's a private show for a corporation, you know, he does the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Conventions. So he was going to do this convention. And so so I'm like, oh, wow. He goes, well, maybe you can sneak in. Maybe I can arrange this, that, whatever. Well, I had contracts those weekends for shows that I had to do on Oahu. So I couldn't go. So I was like, oh, man. And this is like the middle of the 2000s, right? And I'm like, oh, no. So, so, so that was on Heartbreaker. So keep going, keep going, okay? So inside, right, I'm keeping this vision of one day I'm going to meet Jose Feliciano. One day this going, you know, the kind. Okay, so we go through the 2000s and pretty soon it's 2019, okay? And I get on email and, and it's this guy, the road manager, right? Or oh, right now his former road, he retired, former road manager. He goes, hey, you know, uh, Jose is going to be performing at the Blue Note in Honolulu. In, in Waikiki and and I want to know if, if you want to go and and if you want to go I will hook you up with his son and his son will email you and he, he you know he takes care of all the details now and blah 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 you know what I, bro I almost I almost fell off my chair in my office I almost fell off my chair I was like what I was like of course I got you know the wild horses couldn't keep me from that one always right so I'm like okay so so sure enough I emailed his son, right? Jose Feliciano's son. And I had to send him tapes. I had to send him like, you know, almost, almost like an audition for me for go, right? And and he said, send him your tapes, send him your videos, you know, whatever. And I said, well, they're not going to hire me for open. I'm just going to enjoy the show. You see what I'm saying? So I went and then and then pretty soon, you know, so I, I, I went and, and then, I, uh, you know, I answered the email, of course. We go through all the steps and I sent him the stuff. And then pretty soon, right? I find myself walking into the, the the showroom, right? And and there I am, right? And and I'm like, oh bro, this is this is too much. This is like when when dream come true. So so see the, the law of attraction tells you, right, that as long as you have your mind fixed on the end result, this will happen. Okay. And and my end result was meeting Jose Feliciano. I didn't really you know, I have to see him in concert. That wasn't the goal. The goal was to shake his hand and tell him thank you in person. That was the goal. And that happened. 
so we was watching the show, right? So there, there I was, you know, and and uh, and so anyway, it, we it, then, then then I was walking through the showroom, bro. I gotta tell you this part. I was walking through the showroom, and this lady comes up to me, and you know, I'm in my suit, right? Because I'm not going dress like I, you know, I don't dress like a bum in public. I just it's just one of my things. And I'm walking through the thing, and I'm in my suit, and this lady goes, "Excuse me," and she comes up to me, and she goes, "Are you Donnie Osmond?" And, and bro, I, I, I went laugh so hard, bro. I, I couldn't, I couldn't hold back, right? And and this girl that was with me, right, is watching this whole thing go down, right? You know. And I said, oh no, I'm sorry, I, I'm uh, not Donnie Osmond, you know. And I gave her my card. I said, I'm Junior Keiko Ever Junior. Here's my card, you know, Allah, whatever. And then and then you know so and then Jose San got right right after that thing happened in the showroom. Jose San comes out. He goes. Come, come back. So I go back, right? And we met Jose Feliciano. And there's Jose, and he's in a t-shirt, right? And he's having soup after the show, right? And uh, bro, the show was mean. The show was mean, and and it, it was just it was like when it was like watching one movie. It was I I just thought I was in one movie, you know. I mean, it was bro, I, I it was just surreal. And then so, so I shook his hand and I said, Maestro, that's what you if you're Latino. And and uh, you know he's in the position he's in. His title is Maestro, and uh, so I said, uh, Maestro Jose, I, I you know thank you very much for your inspiration. Uh, thank you. And he leaned into me, and he, you could tell he was very sincere. He you know, and he listened. And I shook his hand and everything, and we took pictures, and then we left. And I'm like, whoa, the law of attraction in action, right, right there. Now this is this is God doing this thing. Now what are the odds, okay, Hawaiians? What are the odds Jose Feliciano was gonna come to the blue note? And and what are the odds? I mean, you know, and, and this started in nineteen ninety eight, I think. Some somewhere around there, right? And I had even gone to uh, this is a side note, but I had even gone to Tom Moffitt, right? Uh, when uh, this this local guy over here, Tom Moffitt in Hawaii, he was a promoter. And um I, I went to him and we put together a whole, my, my company put together a whole package and we were trying to get Tom Moffat to bring Jose Feliciano down to do a concert. And this was in 2000. Okay. And, and, um, and they wouldn't bring him down. He had a double platinum album out, but it was in Spanish and it was, you know, Latino community. And they just didn't feel that he could draw uh, people enough to, to, uh, you know, make a profit. Right. So they, they didn't want to put money behind it so I, i'm like oh okay so that wasn't let down so i got let down in 2000 right when he came i think it was a 2006 7 something something like that to, for maui okay i got let down i couldn't go right they was gonna make they was gonna make everything vip for me whatever no i couldn't go okay and then you, you know 2019 now that that's how long i have to wait but i had to wait that long so sometimes what i'm saying hawaiians is god will work stuff quick and then the law of attraction will work, boom, like that. There, there's been times I wrote affirmation for 5,000. Two days later, boom, it comes in, right? Now, this one, I had to wait a long time. So, so what I'm telling you guys is you can manifest your heroes, right? I manifested meeting Don Ho. I, I, even, I even ended up hanging out with him. For, for four years, I ended up hanging out with Don Ho. Uh, and he's a uh, he's for you guys in the mainland, and you guys don't know you guys younger. Google him. He he was the first Hawaiian superstar. Well, actually, he was he was he was maybe the third, 
behind Alfred Apaka and Duke Kahanamoku. But but he was he was world famous, like all over the world. And and you know, so it was my goal, right? And then boom, you know. So so a lot of these people, I mean a lot of these a lot of my heroes, like I, I met most of them. I think the only one I never meet was Frank Sinatra. But I went to his concert, right? That was the closest that you know that would happen and and i i went to his concert i got free tickets they put me you know i was in a nosebleed section but he looked like a he looked like a smaller guy you know but had screens right had the big screens but you know and and so but the the bottom line is sometimes it takes a little longer now if i would have given up right because the the other part i never tell you is that on the side of when i when i'm teaching in my studio I have a picture, an autographed calendar of Jose Feliciano. He autographed the thing for me and they, they, they sent it down. They mailed it to me, right? And um, his wife, Susan, did that. And um, his wife, Susan, you know, uh, mailed it to me. So I keep it on the side and I keep looking at it and I look at it all the time, right? Okay, so that's, that's what you call a vision board, okay? When you keep looking at something, you keep, you know, and then pretty soon, boom, there it is, right? The same thing happened to me with Jack Lord. Right, with Jack Lord, I met him three separate times, like three times, you know. And one time was was by his house. We met him in Kahala, right? So, so I mean, you know, this, this stuff really happens, but you have to have it in your mind and you have to have some kind of positive thought about it. If, if you have something, if, if you, you know, say like, for example, you want to meet, I don't know, uh, I, I don't know who you like meet. But, but anyway, somebody famous, Bruno Mars. Okay, Bruno, let's pick Bruno Mars. Okay, so if you want to meet Bruno Mars, right, and you think about it, like you get an idea, like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to meet Bruno Mars? And then you get that thought like, ah, that'll never happen. Okay, then right there you cancel them out. Okay, but see, the whole time, like all throughout the years, Jose's road road manager, right? The, the the guy that we became friends with, and I, I I still email him. We still talk story. I still call him, right? And so so he kept telling me throughout the years, don't worry, you'll meet him one day. You'll meet him one day. You'll meet him one day. So I kept that idea in my head. Oh no worries, I go I go meet him one day. I go meet him one day, and you know pretty soon. I mean, like so many times in my life, when I'm ready to give up. Right, because I wasn't really giving up, but I was thinking like, man, wow, he, Jose is getting kind of up there, you know, because I, I I go looking on YouTube, right, and I watch him on YouTube. I go, whoa, whoa, he's looking older, you know, he's getting older, and he was uh, they they celebrated his Feliz Navidad song, the Christmas song, forty years, right, and um, and they called me right before his New York performance. And then I seen him on TV, right? And they showed him on TV. And I'm like, well, uh, I just talked to him two weeks ago, but nobody could believe me. You know what I mean? So, and um, so it was pretty cool. You know, they called me and we talked story and, and, you know, he told me about the, the, the song and he was being honored. And two weeks later, boom, he was on TV in New York. And I'm like, I wonder if I just could be able to talk story with him on the phone or, you know, like what's going to happen, right? But I left it open in my head. In my head, sorry. <laughs> I only have one. Okay, so, so I, you know, but I left it open, Hawaiian. Hawaiian. See, see, so, so what I'm telling you is, when you when you focus on something, okay, leave the possibilities open in your head. Don't judge 
your desires, okay? So if you desire to meet somebody, right? Like like Bruno Mars, right? Don't don't pass that judgment in your head like, ah, oh, that'll never happen. Yeah, I like meet him, but I like meet him, but I like shake his hand, but you see what I mean? That butt, that big fat butt, your big fat butts will get in the way. Always <laughs> your big fat butts, okay? So you cannot doubt. You have to approach something positive, right? Right? So, I mean, in anything. So you can manifest a relationship. You can manifest anything, right? I mean, you got to have the other side. The other side has to agree. You, you know, you cannot, you cannot do anything against a person's free will, okay? But what I'm saying is you can manifest that. You can manifest a relationship. You can manifest meeting one of your heroes. You can manifest... Uh, money, you can manifest clothes, you can manifest on car, shoes, whatever you like, anything in this world, okay? Because God is real. God is real, always, okay? And I don't care what you, you want to call God, God, you want to call God intelligence, you want to call God whatever, whatever label you want to put on, Allah, Jesus Christ, whatever, whatever you want to call that, whatever you want to call source, the source of existence, Okay, whatever you want to call that, okay, that's what's in work, at work, in your life right now. And that's the law of attraction. And when you get that, and you start making decisions based upon the knowledge of that, everything's going to change in your life. Everything. Everything changed in my life when I broke up with my girlfriend and I thought, you see, see so, so, I never, I never watched the DVD till one year later, okay. But but after that that one year period, right? When I after I watched the DVD and everything started happening in my life, I thought it was all happening good because I broke up with her. <laughs> you know, it had nothing to do with her. Well, I had it did have something to do with her. She gave me the DVD, right? So when when I look back, I go, oh, so that was the purpose of us being together. We was only together for nine months. That was it. Nine months and I couldn't take it. <laughs> Nine months and I, but, but, but no, really, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for her. Grateful for that nine months because that led to the DVD. The DVD led to my life changing everything, right? And in the beginning, I thought, wow, I see, everything's good now because, because I got rid of her. <laughs> and then like, no, 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 no. That, that wasn't it at all. It was because of her that, that everything started to change because everything started to click when you saw the DVD and you started doing that. And you, you see, and then I became aware. And that's all you need to do, Hawaiians. You need to become aware. Wake up from your deep sleep. Stop believing the TV news and all these things that they put in front of you and college and this and all. You got to do it like this, like this. No, you got to tune into your heart. You got to tune into your desires. You got to tune into your inner being and you got to let the law of attraction do its thing. But once you become aware, that's all you need. That's all you need. Okay, because bro, there's been there's been times where I go, bro, my life is so good now that she's out of my life, and I, you know, and then I'm oh, sorry, I gotta go always. But you see what I mean? See what I mean, always? So you gotta look at the good side of everything, bro. I tell you. Hey, we wanna thank Island Club and Spa, sponsors of the Junior Cake Weather Junior uh, podcast right here on all these platforms. Also, Voice Master Enterprises, family of service companies. And of course, Mr. Darren Chinen and AFM Hawaii Music. You can download his CD on iTunes. Yeah, we get artists on iTunes. Uh, I cannot run down the list right now, but go check out Darren, okay? All right. Till the next time, I'm Junior Kekoeva 